Today we're going to talk about restoration as far as your inheritance is concerned. And your inheritance, this is part one. I'll do part uh, two later. Let's pray before we get started so that we can see exactly what God is saying to each one of us, you, me, and everyone that be listening to this uh, teaching. Father, we just come to you right now knowing that you are our Heavenly Father, knowing that you have set aside restoration for us for this year. This is a very important and pivotal year. This is the year where things are going to change for the good. And Lord, we ask you to help us understand how we need to position ourselves and renew our mind to a place to where we can receive what you have for us concerning restoration. Lord, we ask you, according to Ephesians chapter 1 and verses 17 through 19, that you would open up the eyes of our understanding so we can see what we have received as an inheritance because of what Jesus Christ has done for us. Lord, flood our minds with light. Help these that are listening to be able to really grasp and grab hold firmly of what you're saying to them in their particular life at this particular time. So we yield to you, Holy Spirit, believing that you are going to help us, you teach us, make us know what we need to know. You promised us that you would show us things, reveal things to us, make them known to us, declare them, transmit them to us. And so we receive right now, and I pray for these people, that they are able to receive by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ exactly what you have for them concerning their inheritance, concerning restoration of their inheritance this year. There's probably some people that are listening that have had some type of an inheritance, maybe in the natural, it's been given to you. I know I had a couple of inheritance that was given to me by different family members, and I didn't really understand or I didn't know, this is many years ago, I didn't really understand or know how to receive uh, properly uh, that inheritance and because it was something that somebody else had worked for they had earned it was but there was something that they wanted to bless me with and that could be the case with some of you you have to learn how to receive the blessings of God and how God wants to help you with your future and so in this inheritance there are different keys for different people different, you know, different ones will be in different situations when, you know, anytime you're ministering the Word of God, you're talking to a vast majority of people that are in different places, different uh, growth spurts with their life in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so you take what is being shared and what's being taught and ask the Holy Spirit to help you apply it to your life concerning inheritance. The first thing I'd ask you is, in the natural, have you been given an inheritance that possibly through maybe no fault of your own or maybe something that you did do, you ended up not receiving that inheritance, you lost that inheritance, or maybe you did receive your inheritance and then you ended up losing it for whatever reason. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. God is doing restoration this year. 
And he is restoring, you know, like I've shared with you before, if a person lost one sheep, then he's given five back. And so there is always with a restoration, there is an increase. There always is an increase. So I want you to think in terms of I am increasing this year. I'm increasing the more and the more. Anytime that God restores, there's always increase. He restores with more. So I want you to really grasp a hold of that, that God's not going to just give you one back. He's going to give it back to you with an increase. Now, in restoration, which in anything in the scriptures, then when you're going to receive from God, when I receive from God, uh, the first thing we really want to uh, receive is the joy of our Lord our salvation, the wonderful things that God has given to us, we want those things restored. What happens many times is people get born again, filled with the Spirit, and they're excited about God. They go on with the Lord and doing all kinds of wonderful things, and then that kind of that first love begins to wane. And so we want, uh, according to Psalm 51, verse 12, we want God to restore unto us the joy of our salvation and to uphold us by his general spirit. Because in Proverbs 17, it says, A merry heart does good like a medicine. So many times, the needs that we have, even in restoration, the needs we have, we have to be in a place of being able to receive it. And it takes joy to be able to receive it. Nehemiah 8.10 says uh, very plainly that the joy of the Lord is my strength, your strength to conceive and receive the seed of restoration this year. If we're down in the dumps and we're depressed and we don't think anything's going to work, it really does make it very difficult for God to be able to work in our life because we're yielding more to our worldly sorrow than we are yielding to the joy of the Lord. So it takes joy to be able to receive the seed of God's word. And I'm sure you're familiar with this, you know, Abraham and Sarah, um, Sarah laughed that, you know, how are we, <laughs> how are we going to have a baby at our old age? But God had it all set up. In fact, when they had Isaac, it took a long time, but when they finally had Isaac, Isaac means laughter. So we can see for you to be able to receive your inheritance. If you've lost it, or maybe you haven't even gotten it yet. Maybe an inheritance is coming down the pike somewhere and you haven't received it yet. But it is going to take joy. And I'm going to base my teaching today on the book of Ruth. And I'm sure you're familiar with Ruth and Naomi. But I just want to pick up a few things as we speak today. A few things I believe that will help you uh, understand how to receive your inheritance. Now, let's talk about Naomi. Naomi, because she had been taken into uh, a foreign country because there was uh, bad things going on there in Bethlehem where she lived. Uh, she went into the Moab con country and she ended up losing her husband and both of her sons. And she didn't even have any grandchildren. And so she was gone for a long time. They ended up giving everything or turning it away and just walking away from the life that they knew that God had blessed them with into this foreign, difficult situation. Well, 
Now, let's don't blame Naomi because we've probably all done the same thing. You get into a hard trial. You stay into a hard trial for a long, long, long time. It's like it's never going to end. Well, if you don't watch it, the next thing you know, you end up being bitter. You begin to be broken. And all you can see is what you did wrong. This is how Naomi was acting. All she could see was what she should have done, what she could have done. Why did she go there? Why did this happen? She started just, she was so angry with herself. She wasn't really, it doesn't, the scriptures I can't see indicates that she was upset with the Lord or her husband or sons. She was just mad at herself. Have you ever been there? (laughs) I'm sure you have. You just get so aggravated at yourself. You just want to, you know, just punch yourself. Well, that's how Naomi was, was feeling. Actually, her name means pleasant. But you know what she said? Don't even bother to call me pleasant anymore. I don't want anybody calling me pleasant. I'm bitter, I'm mad, and I'm upset. Well, you know, as long as she stayed in that kind of a mindset, there was no way she could receive direction from the Holy Spirit, and she couldn't receive her inheritance. But God had a plan the whole time. He was helping her. He was changing her. And so look at your life. I mean, some of you might be thinking, what in the world is Ginger talking about? I don't have bitterness. You know, you might be surprised how much bitterness you do have. You just listen to yourself talk sometimes. <laughs> you listen to yourself, put yourself down. You know, in uh, Matthew, Jesus said, in Matthew 12, Jesus said, out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth speaks. You know, sometimes you just need to listen to yourself. Listen to those self-talks like in the middle of the night when nobody's around and it's just you and you're fussing at yourself. You know, just begin to hear. Can you hear bitterness? And, and many times, I know I've, I've, man, I've overcome in so many areas. And I know there was a time in my life I had bitterness and brokenness and everything else. Other people could hear it in my tone of voice and could hear it in my words, but I couldn't even hear it. And so it takes the Holy Spirit to reveal to you. So listen to yourself talk. How do you talk about other people? How do you talk about situations? How do you talk about the past? See, every time Naomi thought about everything she had lost, then she was just like, you know, why did I do that? Shoulda, woulda, coulda, you know, and you just go through this whole thing. In order for her to receive her inheritance, she had to have her joy restored. There was no way Naomi could receive from God until her joy had been restored. And, you know, we've been talking about Psalm 23, The Lord restores my soul. Every time God does a work in your life or mine, there is always his will, but there is always his way. He has a way of doing certain things in your life. Now, in Psalm 23, it says he leads you in the paths of righteousness. Jesus was made sin so that we could be righteous. And so he, God will begin to lead you in paths of right thinking, right decision making, right associations, right relationships. And see, Naomi was there in this horrible foreign situation 
idol worshipers. I mean, there was immorality to the hilt. And so God began to deal with her for her to return to a certain place in her life, to her home life, so that she could be restored. Do you realize that Naomi could not have her inheritance if she stayed there? She had to go back to Israel. She had to go back. And so what had to start happening as she was going back, she and Ruth, as they were going back, there had to be a restoration or a change in her thinking. Now, grace is the power to change. Grace is what God gives us, his power, his ability. That's how we're saved. Saved from what? Not just saved from hell and saved from the devil, saved from wrong thinking, saved from wrong decision-making, saved from sickness, saved from poverty, saved from death. See, salvation is, is all-inclusive. And so her soul had to be saved or, quote, restored. And so as she was beginning to get her thinking kind of straightened out a little bit, she knew that she had to move back to where she had left, a place that she had gone. Same thing happened with Abraham. Same thing happened with Isaac and, you know, uh, Jacob, all these different people in the Old Testament. They moved from a place of blessing to a place that they thought was going to be blessed, but it turned out not to be. So they had to go right back to square one. So what inheritance do you need restored? You could be like Naomi, and maybe you're going to need to, I don't know what you need, but maybe you need to change your thoughts about yourself, especially if you've done dumb things in the past and you feel like you brought all of this bad yuck on your own self and it was your fault that it happened. And if you hadn't made this decision or that decision, you've got to give up that way of thinking and ask God to wash you in the blood of Jesus, wash your mind, wash your emotions. All of us do it. I have to do it. Everybody, you have to do this every day, but you've got to move from that place to get back to a place to where you can receive restoration this year. The Lord showed us that it has to be that father-child relationship, you know, and a good earthly father, if he loves his children, if he talks to them about something that they need to change or do differently, he's going to love them pray for him. He's going to hold him in his arms. He's going to help them. He's going to help them to change for their benefits. It's the same way, the father-child relationship. Our Heavenly Father is talking to us about put away this bitterness. Hebrews says, through bitterness, many are defiled. You hurt other people, not just yourself. So a lot of times we're not bitter toward other people, but we're bitter toward ourselves. We're mad at ourselves. Why did I go there? Why did I do that? All right, you did it. It's done. It's over with. Ask God to forgive you now. Forgive yourself and return to your homeland or return to a place to where you can receive your rightful inheritance. God has an inheritance for everybody. There's an inheritance spiritually. There's an inheritance emotionally. There's inheritance as far as relationships, financially, ministries, businesses, and, and in relationships. I just want to touch base on this because when it's restoration of relationships, just like Naomi could not be restored to her husband, he was dead. 
But in her heart, she could get her relationship with him right if she had bitterness toward him. It's the same way with her sons. And so sometimes in relationship, everybody's will is important. Everybody's everybody's will that is involved, everybody makes their own decisions. And so sometimes God restores relationships differently. And see, this is what he did with Naomi. Naomi didn't end up with another husband, and she didn't end up with more children, but she ended up holding her grandson. Can you see the difference? And so God has a place, but she had to go back to her homeland to, in order to be able to receive it. Now, she had to get a totally different mindset. Her mind you know, Colossians says, Colossians 1 says, set your mind and your affections on things above and not on things on this earth. That's a mindset. Well, Naomi had to have a totally different mindset. How do you get a different mindset? The same way I do, you do, everybody does. We, it takes time to renew your mind to the written word of God. It's going to take a while to change the wrong belief system, especially if you've been in a long, drawn-out trial. I've been in trials that's lasted for many years, and it, it just takes a while. You just know that to change your mind your, your mindset about something, it's going, to take, it's going to take some doing. But it can be done because the grace of God is there to change your mind. Now, how are you going to get to a place to where you can be directed by the leadership of the Holy Spirit how, so that you can get in position? See, this is what I've been teaching and preaching all year. How do you get in position to receive restoration? Where We know people, I know people personally, that things are being restored. They're getting promotions and jobs and houses and all kinds of things. Things are amazingly being restored. And I know other people that are struggling with their restoration. They hadn't got there, but they know they're going to get there. They just hadn't got there yet. So what happened to Naomi? What did she have to do? First of all, she had to make the decision. I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to my land. I'm going to go back to what rightfully belongs to me. I'm going to return in the joy of the Lord. I'm going to have the joy of my salvation restored, like David said. I'm going to go back to that place to where I walked away and I left everything I'm going to go back to where I can receive. I'm going to change what I believe about myself. So when she got back there, and we're going to talk a little bit about Ruth and Oprah, you know, they everybody was making decisions. Ruth had restoration too. She had restoration because Naomi could get restoration. Isn't that interesting? So remember what I've been teaching you all year is you are blessed so that you can be a blessing. So it's not just about you, but it's about you being a blessing to other people because it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. So what happens is you begin to be blessed just like Naomi. When Naomi began to understand, I got to go back. And then she told both of her daughter-in-laws, you all just stay here with your folks and, you know, y'all just stay here in this land and I'm going to go back. And Oprah didn't want to. And then finally she said, yes, she chose that worldly way of living. 
And Ruth said, no, I'm going to go with you. And I'm going to change gods. I'm not going to worship these idols here in this heathen land. I'm going to come with you, and I am going to accept your God as my God. And so, see, when Naomi began to get her thinking right, and she began to be restored in her mind, and her soul began to be restored, then she, in turn, ended up being a blessing to Ruth. Can you see that? So she affected Ruth. Well, then because Ruth got affected with restoration, then it affected Boaz. The whole thing, it just, it's amazing. And then, of course, we know the lineage of Jesus came through this whole relationship. Isn't that amazing? And so in this restoration, I want you to see how important you are to helping other people. And it's not just about you. Yes, it is about you. It's important. You're important in this. But it's not just about you. God's setting you up so that you can have your inheritance, your proper inheritance restored, so that you can get back everything that the enemy has stolen from you or you have allowed to be taken from you. Many times we allow things to be taken from us because of the decisions that we make. I want you to search out your inheritance. Do you realize your inheritance is more than money? Because when people start talking about restoration, they go, oh, whoopee, everybody's going to be a millionaire by five o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Well, not necessarily. But God is going to restore. You know, some things are more important than money. Relationship is very important. And so, Fulfilling your destiny and your purpose is very important. I know people, I've talked with people that were called into the ministry 30 and 40 years ago, and they decided they were going to go out and make money, and they did make money, but they were still lacking on the inside. They were still unhappy on the inside. They knew something was missing because they hadn't, they hadn't had their, uh, they didn't fulfill their destiny and their purpose, even though they made money. And I'm not against making money. I'm just saying that there are things that are more important to be restored sometimes than money. Because people can have a lot of money and not be happy. People can be not have any money and be happy or not happy. So money doesn't make you happy or not happy. Restoration of inheritance has to do what have you inherited? What you just like Joshua, what did he inherit from Moses? Joshua inherited leadership. Joshua inherited the anointing and the ability to be able to take all of Israel. And he he had all of this inheritance that he received. See, that was more than money. Money was part of it, but that wasn't all of it. The same thing with Elijah and Elisha. What did Elisha inherit? He said, my father, my father, the chariots of fire. So he received an inheritance and he was able to do double the miracles. So I want you to think about what is your inheritance? What have you lost that needs to be restored? Did you lose sight of your destiny? Did you lose sight of your purpose in life? Did you get mixed up in some kind of goofy relationship that got you off track? 
and you ended up, maybe there are people that's lost everything because of goofy relationships, their jobs, their families, and everything else. Do you know God wants to restore to you? Do you realize that? He's not being angry with you. He's not being upset with you. He's trying to help you. He's your good heavenly father. So just like Naomi, ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what your inheritance is. There is an inheritance that each individual person has received. And each person has something special that they need to do that nobody else can do exactly like them. And here, Ruth, as I, I'm going to share a little bit more uh, next time about Ruth and Oprah, Ruth was able to receive an inheritance that she didn't even earn. Isn't that amazing? It had to do with Naomi. And so there's going to be people and cases out there that because someone close to you, some relative, received their inheritance, then you're going to end up being blessed too. And so God is wanting to restore. And every time he does, there's always a purpose for it. God doesn't just do stuff like we do. He does everything definite, on purpose. He always has his big picture in mind. He's always thinking about you. He's always concerned about you. But he always has something in mind for you to do that will work. And so ask the Holy Spirit, what have you lost because you were bitter? What did you end up saying or doing Maybe you made somebody mad. Maybe you offended somebody. You know, God will help you get all that straightened out. He will forgive you. He will forgive them. And he's able to restore. If you feel like that you've lost something and you just don't know, you're so frustrated, you don't know how to get it back. You don't know what to do to get it back. God is restoring this year. If you will just give him the opportunity and if you will connect up with him and you will just allow yourself to yield to the Holy Spirit, he will show you areas that he wants to restore this year. He wants to restore it all, but are we going to let him? I mean, let him by cooperating with him. I mean, everybody says, oh, yeah, man, I'm going to let him do. I'm not talking like that. I'm saying there has to be a cooperation, just like with Naomi. She had to go back to a place in her life. Abraham had to go back to a place in his life. Jacob had to go back to a place in his life. Sometimes you have to move, and I'm not talking about physically. could be a physical move. Sometimes you have to move and move things around. There has to be a closing of one door in order for there to be an opening of another door. But I want you to think about it. What do you need restored? God told us last year, he said, I want you to make a list as I give it to you. Don't make your own list, but you make a list of everything either you've forfeit, you've let, let go of, or the devil has stolen And I will tell you what to put on that list, and you can see how I'm going to restore. I started making my list last year, 
I'm still making my list as the Holy Spirit brings something to my uh, memory. I, I've been really surprised personally. There's been a few things I was like, hey, I didn't even remember that I lost that. See, you forget, but God doesn't forget. He remembers. And I look, Lord, you're going to restore that to me? And he said, yep, I'm going to restore that. And so what you want to do is get your mindset for restoration, not that you have to go out and do it, knock down walls, or you have to do anything, but you just be led by the Holy Spirit each step every day and allow the Lord to lead, guide, and direct you in restoration. One thing about God, He knows what needs to be restored, He knows how it needs to be restored, and He knows when it needs to be restored. We may think that something has to be restored right now, this very minute. That might not, and God might say, "Hmm, not not right, not now. Maybe in a year or two or five years." And uh, but let God decide. Your part is to believe. My part is to believe. Your part is to receive. My part is to receive. Your part is to be led by the Holy Spirit. My part is to be led by the Holy Spirit, and just whatever He instructs us do just like mary told the the servants you know she just said whatever he tells you do it and it's the same exact way if you want a miracle whatever he tells you do it and so i want you to get into the word of god just look up the word inheritance and a and a strong concordance and dictionary begin to search out the scriptures and find out and ask the lord what have i lost that in my inheritance that needs to be restored what is it exactly do you want to restore to me this year? When I look back, do you look back with bitterness? Or do you look back and say, hmm, the devil stole that from me, and I believe and trust God that God is going to restore it back. What, when you look back, what do you see? Do you see joy? Do you see shoulda, woulda, coulda? What do you see when you're looking back? Let God restore to you in his own time and his own way, what he wants to give to you. Because we're getting ready for some days on this earth. I know there's people are prophesying how bad it's going to be in the United States and other people are prophesying how glorious it's going to be. Well, if you just look over the last 50 years, you can see things are not going exactly like we need them to. We've had a few sparks of revivals here and there. But... You know, we need a whole lot more, so we've got to be prepared for these coming days. God told Noah, you get ready, you build that ark, there are some days coming on the face of this earth. And so we are learning how to have things restored. I'm learning how as I'm teaching you. I'm being blessed as I'm teaching you. We're learning how God is making this year be our jubilee year. This year, he is restoring to us, restoring lands, houses, relationships, health, um, just emotional excitement, the joy of the Lord, the uh, first love we had for the Lord Jesus Christ, ministries, businesses, education. There's all kinds of things God is restoring. And if you want something restored, just go ask the Lord. And if he says, no, it won't work, then just let it go. Change what you can change and let the rest of it up to the Lord. But God is restoring this year 
continually with increase. You're going to increase the more and the more. God bless you. I love you. And I'll be talking to you again.